Welcome to the Bros. We're in the back room of the sanctuary where the conversation happens. I'm the host Jose with co-host Bill and John in the room with us. Hey, and up? we got a special guest. You all know him and love him. It's Brother Matney Sr. Yes. Brother Matney, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing absolutely terrific. What a joy it is to be on with you guys. And uh, I've been following you uh, quite closely and i have thoroughly enjoyed what i've been hearing and uh what a blessing it is to be on with you guys yeah, it was a pleasure to have you with us um we want to talk some you you specifically want to talk some about faith and i want to i i know how you're a very you're very uh man of faith a very big man of faith and what's your take on faith how do you how do you how do you explain that to people yeah, well, you, you know, I want to be very candid. Uh, I think a lot of times individuals, uh, and I think we've all done this in some measure, uh, in some format, in some kind of way, a lot of times we think we know something. Mm -hmm. But then when you begin to really delve into, uh, you know, in this case, into the Word of God, you begin to understand that, hey, maybe there's some things that I'm missing in my life. And uh, all of that for me regarding, you know, faith and understanding Bible faith and that uh, faith is a real thing that, that can turn situations around, faith in yeah. God's Word. That began to become alive to me, Brother Jose, probably about 10 years ago. So, you know, keep in mind, here I was serving God for years, uh, but... About 10 years ago, the if I can use the word revelation, insight, right. understanding came that, hey, there's something to this that we're missing, that Jesus taught very succinctly and very, uh, and very you know, he was not just mincing or wasting words when he talked right. about your, your words right. and your faith moving mountains. And yes. so it began to become obvious to me that, hey, there's something even in my Christian walk that I need to delve into and get a better grip on. And that's been about 10 years ago now. So I'm, I'm still right. growing and developing in yeah. faith and will do so until Christ returns. Amen. Wow. Yeah. Is, I think, oh, sorry, go ahead. Is that when you had the idea for the faith conference? Like, is that when that idea started to grow? Really good. That's a really good question. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, I'm really fond of, uh, you know, it started out when, when Brother Johnny here, Brother John was a little feller. I, mm -hmm. I met him, and I remember asking his name, and he said, John. And then I was looking at him, and he said, uh, John John with an H. You know, J-O-N, J-O-H-N. And so that stuck. I began to, I began to refer to Brother uh, John as John with an H, and then it developed into Johnny with an H. Yeah. Mm. And I, I love uh, I love you, Brother Johnny with an H. Amen. <laughs> that's, that's funny. I've, I've always wondered how, how, where that came from. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was – I thought one day that – because I was youth camp, and you just introduced him as Johnny with an H. Yeah. And I was like, did you just make that up? <laughs> no, no, it was something that uh, just kind of yeah. happened on the spur of the moment but to answer uh, to answer your uh, question uh, uh, you know really yeah 10 years ago when I began to see there was more to this uh, than maybe we were uh, you, you know let me say it, let me say it this way and maybe this would come up later on as well a lot of times uh, you know we're taught to trust in God and to, uh, really if I can say it this way just leave everything up to God you know God mm -hmm. uh, knows what's best and, and God but 
But when you study the scripture, you begin to see that, no, there's some things we're responsible for. We're, we're right, in a yeah. fallen earth. Um, you know, 2 Corinthians 4, uh, the Apostle Paul called Satan the god of this world. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, he does have c- control of some things going on that yes. if right. you just yes. let things run its course, you're going to get in trouble. And so 10 years ago, when I saw that, shortly thereafter, probably, uh, so we just concluded our eighth uh, yeah, faith conference. The eighth one. That's right. November. It was November the 8th through the 12th. And so right around the time, 10 years ago, I began to see, hey, we need to do something. And then, as it does with me, a lot of times when God deals with me, it's to get things done quick. It's like right. quick. Yeah. So I saw it 10 years ago when I started seeing faith that we needed to have a meeting, a conference, whatever you want to call it. And uh, but I didn't act on it right then. But then, maybe uh, a little piece out from when we had our first faith conference, maybe six months before we had it, I got on the go. Like, hey, we got to yeah. get this going. We got to get yeah. this going. So maybe for a year and a half, it kind of sit dormant. Mm. Then I began to act on it, and uh, and our first one was in 2016. And so we've been wow. been going strong. Last year, we went to Patterson, Virginia. Wow. Next year, uh, we're scheduled for Texarkana, so it's moving around mm. this faith conference and not just going to be, you know, right here in South Florida, but we want it to be a blessing uh, wherever we wherever we can with it. Yeah, get to reach more people in, in different places. That's yeah. right. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I agree that faith is sometimes something that's overlooked or said as a one-time thought of just, you know, well, have faith about it. And then they don't say anything else, you know, and you're like, well, that's good for you to say, but you're not in the situation I'm in. Sure, sure. You know, and and it takes a lot of prayer and it takes a lot of thought into, you know, into the word and and seeing what it says about things. That's right. And and trusting, you know, that he's going to take you through it. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you kind of, you're a... Uh, man, that's real busy, man. I I I come to a youth camp and you're oh, not man. stopping. You're not. You're not. You're not. You know. You don't have a second to just. You know. Yeah. You're always moving. I, so I it? genuinely do not understand how you do it. Like, yeah. like like Wednesday afternoon, I'm sitting there like cross-eyed, staring at the wall, oh, and you're man. just running everywhere. Yeah. Well, so, let's, let's just say this: I bought stock in Dunkin' Donuts. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and, that, and that's what I was going to ask is, is how do you do it? Yeah. Like, like you, yeah. you got so much and you, yeah. you accomplished a lot, a lot of things and people look up yeah. to you as a person to know that if he can do it, I can do it. Cause yeah. you got, you're a pastor, yeah. yep. you're a preacher, you're yeah. a, you're a leader for a youth camp. Yes. You're also helping with the faith conference. Sure. You got a lot on your, on your back. How yeah. do you do it? Yeah, no, that's a, you know, uh, that's a, a, a good question. And, and really, uh, I think probably with me, uh, I am very driven to get things done, especially when an idea um, drops into my spirit, into my heart. That's what I'm referring to as my spirit, my heart. Right. and so I'm just I'm very driven, and uh, and really Sister Matney has to say, okay, you got to slow down, you know, you're gonna have to back <laughs> yeah. off. But really, just I think Brother Jose, the drive to be a blessing to somebody and to, and to uh, to to help them in their walk with God, anything that I can do to facilitate that, and really that's the faith conference come out of that, right? Um, uh, of course, the podcast that Brother Derek Rich and I do, the uh, Shield and Sword podcast, it came out of that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and really, I feel like I'm a facilitator 
or at least I want to be, in that a lot of times the Lord maybe uses me to kind of get things up and running and moving the right yeah. way. And then I can start maybe letting other folks do more of the, you know, setting them up to be successful. Let me say right. it that sure. way. And uh, so that's kind of how I operate. I want to I want to be a blessing to somebody. So that's probably the driving force. And I'll quote from the scripture, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm-hmm. So that's the joy true. of the Lord drives me right. to get wow. things done. And yeah. that's where I get my strength from. And Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't, it doesn't seem like the burden is is something that weighs you down more or less. It's more of a, a drive to help people to yes. get a better faith and yes. get a yes, better right. conversation, more yeah. closer to God. That's a great way to say it, yeah. man. Yeah, you said it more clearly than what I did. I, I, no, that's it right there. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, you know, I've seen you all over the place and it's funny you mentioned him being a preacher, but most of the time I've seen you, I haven't seen you preach. I've only seen you preach probably, I think three or four times. Yeah. And I remember one particularly because I think every time I've heard you preach, you always have a very interesting perspective that I've yeah. never thought about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so the one message I do remember is you, uh, were at, I think it was, uh, God's miracle mission in Dover mm-hmm. and you preached about, uh, Paul preaching to the wrong group of people. That's right. Never thought about it. That's it, that, right. That the way Jesus called Paul is to preach in order. That's right. To the Gentiles, uh-huh. to kings and rulers, uh-huh. and to the Jews. That's right. The Jews thirdly. Yeah. That's correct. And it was amazing to me that, that all the hardships he went through, he may not have had to go through. Wow. Because of the order that he was going in. And I was like, man, that's so good. And, and you know, every time I, I always enjoy hearing that perspective. Yeah. Wow. Because really, I, I always see you at youth camp and, you know. Sure. I've always, you know, that was a huge opportunity for many people. But for me, it was a great change in my life to have that every year yes. to be able to go. Yes. I just wanted to ask about that because, yes. you know, it's a, a tremendous resource for youth. Mm-hmm. What was your goal for that? And how do mm-hmm. you keep it going and moving forward? Yeah, it's a great, great, uh, a great, uh, again, man, you guys have got really good uh, questions. That's a great <laughs> question. <Once again. laughs> We're getting there. We're uh, yeah, doing better. That's right. Yeah. No, you guys are doing phenomenal. And, uh, yeah, really, uh, probably the same, it's oriented the same way in that I do want it to be something, uh, the youth camp, that our young people uh, can come and receive, so I'm, I'm driven by that, seeing them helped, right? Yes. Right. Okay, that's the driving force uh, to facilitate that. So in so doing, uh, my goal is to see them come there and, and get help uh, spiritually. Uh, and, and, you know, but not only that, now that's the chief thing. The, the right. South Florida Holiness Youth Camp has been known as being a spiritual camp. Yes. Like our, right. our overseer, of the, uh, my overseer, Brother Caraway, says he heard the young men, you all have heard that story, yeah. talking that time. They didn't know he was there. Mm-hmm. They were naming camps. If you want to go to this camp, uh, go to this one to play ball. If you want to you know, find a girlfriend, go to this one. But if you want to go to a Holy Ghost camp, you go to Lake Placid. Yeah. Right. Amen. So we want the camp to keep that, that trademark. But I also begin to see that, hey, there are some things we can do to have fun, uh, you know, with the campers and an experience that they'll not forget. And, uh, and, and trust me, we're, we're looking to better that even with this coming camp, which is our 30th camp. Wow. This will yeah. be the 30th. So we've got some big, uh, big agendas and big plans, but to answer your question with the bill, it's to, 
to, to the young people to get in there, get an experience with God, get filled with the mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and to make friends and to mm-hmm. make memories. Yes. And um, so that that's what kind of drives me, seeing young people connect, right. seeing, seeing them in the altars. And, uh, you know, and a lot of times I'll say this maybe to my – you know, maybe to my shame, a lot of times I don't get to enjoy some of that because I'm ministrating the camp. Like I'm, yeah. I'm in there for parts of it, but I get word, I get feedback of what happened, and uh, sure. and we're for it. So we, we want to build strong. Let me say this. I don't know who said it, but I think it's profound. It's easier to build strong children Mm. than to repair broken men. Mm. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's so, yeah. So yeah, we can catch the these right kids here. when they're young and get the gospel down in them yeah. and change their life. Not that we won't repair them if they get broken when they're older, right. but it's a lot easier to, to build strong children. It's, a, it's a harder battle up for uphill because it's like teaching an old dog new tricks. It's, yeah, it's hard. It that, is, like, for sure. <clears throat> sure. Hey, brother, that quote is uh, by Frederick Douglass. Okay. Awesome. And he was okay. talking about Signing white him. slave owners, about the immortality of slavery. And oh, saying, right. right. So right. that's where it comes from. Because, right. you know, you have ideas that are built in. Yeah. If you're if you grow up in the wrong environment and it's very difficult to break those sometimes. Yeah, sure, wow. sure, terrific. Wow. Well, and I and I to go back to what your question was, Bill. I know you said something about um, Paul preaching to the wrong people, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't there to listen to your message. But just from what you're saying, is a lot of times we got to be careful with you know what we're trying to minister and who we're ministering to because yeah. a lot yeah. of times that can beat us up and give us a harder time sure. with ministering. That's yeah. great and I'd forgotten about preaching that message at Dover. I'd completely yeah. forgotten that. I had I had just referenced that very message uh, uh, not many days ago. I forgot it slipped in my mind who I was talking to, but it's it's true. I, I mean Paul you know, and obviously he probably felt more comfortable with the Jewish people. Absolutely. He's right. a Jew, yeah. But it ended up probably, uh, by all likelihood, uh, in my study, in my estimation, bringing more persecution that he didn't have to deal sure. with. Right. Uh, and, and you find things once he got the order right, going to the Gentiles. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, things begin to turn around. They were first called Christians at Antioch. Yes. You know, yeah. The church there is a mixed multitude, the Corinthian church. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, you begin to see things turn around all the way around for Paul. Uh, the persecution led up substantially, and not that we're not going to have persecution, sure. but like you just right, said, right. Christians can bring undue persecution mm-hmm. by not being in the perfect will of God. Right, you know, right. but yeah, it's yes. all the good stuff. Yeah, good deal. Well, and right. you can, and he still got a lot of things done. And it's like you he think did. of, you know, uh, oh, who did I just have in mind? Um, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> I just had it. Just had it. It's yeah, no thesaurus for that. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Real, it's real, um, real quick while he's thinking yeah, of sure. his yeah. name. You said talking about uh, pounding the word into the youngins. Yeah, yeah. And I, I had to look it up, but in in the Bible, which is. A thing that we use a lot in, yeah. in Proverbs 22. <laughs> no, we don't use the Koran, do we? <laughs> in Proverbs 22, verse 6, it says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Amen. Yeah. So that's that's Very biblical good. youth camps to to yeah. get the word into the when they're into kids when they're young. And when they grow up, they have something to refer back to. That's so that right. they have teachings and they've yes. learned. And put the word in their hearts so yes. that they have yes. experience and knowledge. That's right. Yeah. No, and with you saying that, brother, 
Johnny with an H. I'll say say this. I love it. It's a blessing. (laughs) Obviously, Brother Jose and Sister Netta have been an integral part of the camp for for many years. And uh, you guys, you know, you, and now Brother Bill, last year was his last year. Yeah. Uh, You know, having you guys come back and help, I mean, there's – that's what we need, you, you yes, know, people right. who have grown up in the camp. Sure. Uh, you know, I think about one of our, our team leaders, Brother Jason Tickle. He oh. grew up through the camp. Uh, of course, Brother Donnie, the red team leader, he's not he, – he didn't grow up through the camp as a young person, but he grew with the camp, you know, after right, he right. was married and, and, and things like that. But having kids come up through the camp and come back and to help us uh, – they know what's going on is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And we, we, we thank you guys for, yes. you know, you come back last year, Brother Johnny, and I'm expecting that again. <laughs> Brother Bill, I'm expecting you back. <laughs> it helps to have people who understand the importance of it, you know, with the sure. people that grow up in it. They say, sure. I got so much help here. I may have gotten the Holy Ghost here. Yeah, I did sure. all of these things that sure. I can help other people do and tell them that, hey, you can get in a good place in God. I'm yes. still here. You know, yeah. I'm still doing this. That's you know, right. That's Absolutely. amazing. There's a, uh, one thing about youth camp that I really love is just the atmosphere and the people around mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. because I got saved at youth camp. Yes. It was, uh, I, was in, I was 19 years old, and when I got saved, it was when I was a camper. My first year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. at nineteen, correct. At 19. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, when I when I go to pray, there's always people around me helping me, encouraging me. Amen. You know, every time I go down there, it's I mean every year yeah. I go down yes. there. Yes. I always am praying for the Holy Ghost, for the Holy Ghost to move and and to f- fill me up. Sure. And one person who I know who listens to the podcast, um, brother uh, brother. Um, Come on, no, 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 Seth, no. Morales? Seth Morales. Yes. yes. Sorry, Seth, if you're listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he is. Uh, yeah, he is listening. Yeah, yeah, he does. But, but uh, he is one of those encouraging people that because yeah. he had a problem with receiving the Holy Ghost as well. That's right. And he has a burden to help people to get that and receive. Very it. good. And every year he's always around me and always encouraging me to, and that's a blessing. I think that's a big thing about youth camp too. It's not just the kids, it's the people around them helping as well. Hey man, very good. That's, that's awesome. a very good insight. Yes. No, I yeah. agree totally. And if you really think about it without South Florida holding this youth camp, there probably wouldn't be the bros podcast. Cause wow. that's where I met yeah. Bill. Yeah. That's where, wow. that's where yeah. I don't know wow. that they probably would know each other. Yeah, wow. Yeah, uh, we'd figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there was. Hey, that, you know, that's remarkable, though, brother Johnny with an H, you bringing that out because, you know, uh, uh, when you study, here we are at Thanksgiving, correct? And I'll, yeah. I'll make this very sure. quick, sure. very Go quick. Go ahead. Uh, but when you study how, uh, you know, the foundation of America, how, it, you know, the, 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 the Jamestown colony, and then the Plymouth Colony, uh, when when that group was coming over in 1620, of course, Jamestown had already been here since 1607. So when the, the, the colonists were coming from England in 1620, they were, you know, obviously they were shooting to get to northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. They missed that, ended up in mm-hmm. Plymouth Rock, yeah. Massachusetts, which became Massachusetts. Right. But uh, in that journey across the Atlantic, the storms were so bad, 
Uh, it took them, I think, 66 days. I mean, they stayed in the lower part of the ship. You can only imagine seasickness, etc. But one guy by the name of John Howland, talking about like meeting people at the right time. You know, yes. that's what I'm yeah. referring right. back to. John Howland, a young man who was coming over into the new world, he went up on top of the ship, and the storm was so uh, severe, he got swept overboard, and nobody wow. knew it. Wow. And many of the people in that day couldn't wow. swim. Mm-hmm. But just so happened, a rope um, uh, was floating behind the ship, and he had enough wherewithal to grab it. Wow. And it pulled him, and eventually somebody saw him. They pulled him up. But here's the point. He went on to marry a young lady. They survived the first winter, which yeah. half of the colonists yeah, died. Like, like, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But then he married this young girl by the name of Elizabeth Tilly. And from their marriage, ten children came. But here's what I want to bring out. In his posterity, you've got three presidents that come out of that union. Wow. Yeah. You've got a first lady that come out of that. Okay, so... Uh, uh, I know George uh, W. Bush, mm-hmm. that's his posterity, okay? Uh, his, of course, his dad that was president, H.W. Uh, right. Bush, okay? You had a first lady that come out of that. You had Governor Jeb Bush, Governor Sarah Palin. There have been many Holly, Hollywood individuals, which I'm not going to reference. We're not promoting sure. that. Right. Yeah, but right, that come out of that posterity all because, you know, number one, he had the wherewithal to get a hold of that rope, yeah. to hang on, not let go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. All right. Till no, somebody yeah. saw him and pulled him up. He lived through a hard winter, mm-hmm. you know, and married a young lady. And just, I mean, think about that. And I know you said you meeting these guys and doing this. You know, say, well, compared to John Howland, st- still to me, I see the significance of that. You, you know? Yes. I yeah. mean, just think if he had given up, mm. if he'd have yeah. said, I'm not going to the colony, I'm not yeah. going to the new world. You know, if you guys would have said, hey, I'm, you know, youth camp, I'm going to miss this year. Sure. Who knows what all is going to come out of right. South Florida holding this youth camp. And, the, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot to think about yes, there. Yes, And amen. I'm pretty sure that from the age of being able to be a camper all the way through to now being some form of counselor, I've only missed one year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, we well you done phenomenal last year. We're looking uh, forward to yeah. looking forward to this year. Awesome. <laughs> I know you done great. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, for, unfortunately, <laughs> we we're missing it because well, we haven't had a we haven't had a family vacation sure. in so long. I got it. Yeah. We had to we had to take we had wanted to take some time off, but yeah, we're sure. not going to miss another one. That's right. Yeah. We hey, we'll give you one, one pass every yeah, ten. Yeah, years. Right? <laughs> every ten. How long have I been going? Yeah, since it's I'm, been. Um, how, how old am I now? 32? Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. to ask myself that That's, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. I but, get used to the old age, and then when uh, it comes to switch around, I never remember. So I just go in your bag. I'm like, yeah. I've been saying I'm 19 for, you know, a year. I keep, I'm still used to it. Uh, right. <laughs> well, speaking uh, about the podcast, yeah. um, you know, me and you have a podcast as well. Sure. You know, we're, we're the Bros Podcast. Sure. We're, 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 our podcast is... A lot different than your podcast. Yeah, sure, podcast sure. a lot of conversation. It's sure. more, more uh, casual stuff. And yeah. I love it. It's great. Funny. It's a lot of funny stuff. Oh, it's great. It. It's As great. You can tell if we're laughing. Sure. Yeah. But your podcast is very different in a good way. It's yeah. it's it's a podcast where you are very deep down and theological in the Bible, and you're teaching. Yeah. Your, your your podcast teaches a lot, and I've learned a lot yeah. while listening. Praise God. So, 
your with your um teaching theology, yeah. how do you think how does that increase our mentality with with our religious um experience? Experience. Yeah, no, I think I, I really think again, another great question because Obviously, let me say this: I would not want every podcast to be like the the uh, uh, the shield and sword because mm-hmm. it's not for the faint of heart. And right. I, you know, I make no exaggeration on that. It, sure. it really, you got to be pretty. I mean, you know, willing to sit there. Or, and, and again, if you don't listen to the whole thing in one segment, uh, you know, even if you break it down, it's still. I mean, yes. it's, I mean, there's a lot going on there. Right. We, I, I know that. But having said that, and Brother Derek knows that as well, but having said that, I do feel like we're dealing with themes that if people will listen, and, and, and again, enough scripture is given to where we're not just talking off the top of our head. Mm-hmm, sure. If they will run what we're saying through the Word of God, because we are, you know, we're using the Word of God, right. I believe it will have a profound impact upon how they uh you know, how they interpret the Word of God, um, mm-hmm. how they apply the Word of God, because I, and how they understand the Word of God, because that's a lot of the trouble, I, I feel, Brother Jose, in Christendom as we know it. Uh, you know, let, let, I mean, and boy, maybe, and of course, if you need to edit this out, you can. I won't think harsh of you at all. <laughs> but a lot of times, let me say this, a lot of times being amongst the holiness the independent holiness uh, people, uh, and, I, and I'm as a pastor, I'm saying this, okay? Mm-hmm. Sure. Because I thought this way at one point. You know, somebody comes into your service, somebody you presume is a minister, mm-hmm. and they may pass the eye test, right? right. Their mm-hmm. wife may pass the eye test. And I, when I say this, I mean it respectful. Okay, I'm not. Sure. But you don't know what that joker's been feeding on. Mm-hmm. Right. Where's he getting his theology from? Right. Sure. He may have just got through reading, and not to get all in-depth on this on this podcast, but he may have just got through getting a vast amount of his theology from a Calvinistic author, sure. which is yeah. dangerous. Right. Yeah. But he passes the eye test. So I, I'm, you know, Paul said, you know, and I paraphrase, he said, henceforward, I will know no man after the flesh, but after the spirit. Right. You know, a lot of times uh, people can... And good, uh, let me say it, and there's a reason why. Boy, I could get sidetracked, but I'm not going to. There's a reason why, because of a lack of teaching and putting the word forth, I, I'm, I'm, I use the word afraid. I'm afraid a lot of our people get their theology from the radio. Oh, yeah, that's big. From, uh, yeah. from Calvinistic teachers. I'm not going to name any right here. Uh, but even some that I see... On social media, they'll, they'll use phrases from guys that I know are Calvinist and do not believe properly on salvation, mm-hmm. on the sovereignty of God. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, I don't want to just go by, well, they pass the eye test. I, right, I right. want them to pass the eye test, sure, right. but I want to know what's in their heart. I want to mm-hmm. know what they're feeding on, right, you know. Right. And so our podcast really is meant to offer something for people to glean from yeah. and to get a foundation, uh, you know, up under them on the Word of God. So of uh, hopefully that, you know, that's a little bit of a long answer there, but hopefully that served the purpose. I think it was yeah. great. I think it was great. I mean, there's nothing that, nothing offensive that I think you would have said at all. But sure. Sure. it was something that we can take and, and understand that 
just like like the whole Paul thing. Be careful with what yeah. you're listening to as well. Not yeah. just preaching, but listening. Yeah. To. Yeah. yeah, Because I know I've I've heard plenty of different podcasts yeah. that claim to be Christian and mm-hmm. to help you dive into the mm-hmm. Word of God. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they'll use the context or the pretext of of oh the context of the word, or the context of this, the context yeah. of that is mm-hmm. not what it means. It's not what it means. Yeah. But yeah. You know, it's a way to to it to push away what yes. the word of God is saying. Yeah, you're you know, right. You know, just I can name a lot of different topics of what they're talking about. Yeah, but I don't sure. want to do that right now. No, sure. But you know, that's something that you go to the Shield and Sword podcast for. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, <laughs> uh, but no, that's a good insight. What you're saying because yeah. it's very, it is very true. That's very true. Yeah, right. And real quick, brother, while we're, while we're talking about your podcast, what platforms are you guys on? Just real quick. Yeah, so we're on, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, so I use uh, Buzzsprout as the overall platform, yeah. uh, a monthly. And what they do is uh, they push it out to these other ones that I that I signed up for them to push it out to. Yeah, right. So sure. it pushes out to, uh, um, of course, Apple Music, um, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, and I'm missing one or two in there. But the, sure. basically, the main ones right. that it pushes out. To, right. I know, like if it. I know you're out, on Podbean because I'm listening yeah, to you on Podbean. That's right. Because yeah. if it, if you if you sign up with uh, which Buzzsprout does it, but if you okay them to go through um, uh, Apple, uh, yeah. you automatically I go think, get to on a Pod- bunch yeah, of different. Right. That's right. right. That's right. Right. Yep. Apple unlocks several different ones that you can go it to. Does. That helps. It does. Well, it took us a bit to get there, but you know, yeah, no, I got it. It, was a it, will. it was a big battle. We, yeah. we we went to go our first our podcast episode. We recorded it here, yeah. and we went to um, to Brother Bill's house to go and get that figured out. And then the, that they were like, "Man, how do we want to put this out there? We, you know, it's yeah. lot, it takes a lot of money to put this out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you could use the free one, but you only yeah. get one podcast. Yeah, right, one. right, yeah. sure. It's like I want to put it out to everybody. Yeah, sure. You know? No, you guys are doing a great job yeah. on that, and uh, uh, a real, real good job. Because I've looked you up on different ones. You guys are yeah. uh, are all over the place. As far as I know, we're on everything. I yeah. think you are. Yeah, except, yeah. except YouTube. That, they right allow. Now. I, yeah. I couldn't. You know, I can do different platforms they don't offer you know such as pandora things like that sure, but sure it's it's a great resource and i think it's a a good time to get into this uh, because sure. the podcast is somewhat i mean there's been some going on for a long time but for most i think they view it as a new medium of of uh entertainment yeah where now everybody's doing one everybody's got sure. it because you can't always get somebody's thoughts when you see what they do you know right. you see a lot of comedians are are doing podcasts you see a lot sure. of you know actors and people like that and sure things where you can get a full thought and they're just presenting it and if you like that person then you get even more of them and what they're thinking about and yeah. who they want to talk to you know yeah it's, it's right. amazing no i think it's the beauty of living in a country such as we live in right to where we can express even the ideas of people that I don't agree with. I'm glad they have the sure. the you know the wherewithal, yeah. the medium to express those ideas, right. even though they may be out of the pit of hell itself. It's <laughs> right. you know living in a free a free country. Yes. And with and I'll say this with the Shield and Sword podcast, I don't know that it makes a difference, but I always encourage people to put uh, the little emblem for and in there. I don't know if it makes a difference yeah. to put A and D. It did for me. Yeah, I think it. I think it does. So yeah. you know, use the the shield and then the emblem. You know, for ampersand. And. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, right. That's we had right. that problem with the Bros podcast because we yeah. we we have our Bros called the 
the b.r.o.s. Yeah, yes. And I always tell people, look up the Bros Pod, and yeah. oh, we look it up, and then we can't find yeah. it on there. We find right, a bunch yeah. of different podcasts. But the rappers show up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it yeah, almost right. quite literally. Yeah, it's, right. You know, and there was yeah. one that was like, that's vulgar. We don't want to have that as our podcast. Put the dots. Yeah, right. Yeah. Put, the dots. Know, put the dots. Connect the dots. Yeah. <laughs> What a, what amazing mm, yes because <laughs> uh, uh, we're laughing right now I want to yeah. know do you have yeah. any phone funny moments when you're when you're doing uh, your preaching and stuff oh mm. and I, oh yeah I've had several uh, maybe that I'm a little older I use a little uh, I have a little bit uh, I maybe think it through before I just uh, but I have made several funny statements yeah. and had funny moments and uh, and then I've uh, and I really get tickled at other individuals um Moments, ministers, things they've shared with me, and uh, uh, so yeah, I do, and uh, I don't. <laughs> I'm probably not going to share any with you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but no, good. but no, there is obviously. Yeah. I, I mean, there's uh, things that have happened, and uh, um, uh, anyways, I'm thinking no, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's a thing where you have to put your thoughts somewhat in it, too. It's not sure. just a spirit. It's not just sure. you. It's a blend. Sure. And so there's moments where you got to, you know. Sure. You got you to gotta turn the ignition to get, get the right. spirit moving. <laughs> you know? well, that's exactly right. Well, sometimes, like, we had a podcast with Brother Jordan Bowers who just released. Yes. Last week. Yes. And um, so it is, he was talking about, or we were talking about, the um, the, the similarities of, preaching and having uh, and comedy because yeah. sometimes you want to engage with yeah, people and sure. you say something that's kind of funny to engage and yeah, then you sure. just push what your your message sure, is yeah. sure. so sometimes that funny point is, uh, is sure. something that collects yeah sure it is that's absolutely right, right. yeah you're 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 correct that's what that. i thought about as i you know and and he jordan is too is just yeah. a lover of stand-up comedy and, yeah and enjoy it yeah and i think about you know i it was something I considered doing and still yeah. kind of in like yeah, you know, yeah, something sure. that you could do. But the thing a comedian will do is, is a lot of it is making connections between two things Yes, of saying, this is connected to this thing. How? And then yeah. they make that funny. Yes. And preachers do the same thing where they say, this is connected to this. How? Yeah. And then they make that poignant where you're like, Whoa. And yeah. so you, mm. you see comedy shows, people are clapping. Sure. And then when somebody's preaching, you see people are clapping. Yeah, sure. Mm. sure. And it's just because you've made a connection and they go, that was good. That was yeah. a good connection that you've made. It's, it's a good point. Absolutely. One is to make people laugh. And yeah. the other is, the difference is, is that comedy is led by instincts. Sure. Whereas, you know, you're led by the spirit. Sure. And so sure. It's, it's a lot different in that respect, but it is interesting to see. And that's why you see a lot of preachers who are very good at making people laugh when they're preaching. Yeah. And it's because that's what they're used to. To doing they're using the connection that they made but this time they're trying to make you laugh not, yeah not yeah. make you understand what they're saying yeah right so, no that's real you know and adding to that with the bill pro sure. probably the reality of it is with that's a great great point you mm -hmm. just brought forth there you know even in the writing of the bible uh, especially all of it but especially the old testament you'll see in those minor prophets and and, and isaiah the other ezekiel sure. them as yeah. well but you'll see in those minor prophets, like their personality show through their yes. writing. They were not mm. writing in a robotical form. Yeah. You know, they're, right. yes. you know, just the mm. way, you know, I, I think it's Obadiah who was more of a, uh, the way he, he the way his uh, prophecies written, 
you know, it's written as him being, because he was a, a, a worker on a farm, basically. Right. right. Yeah. So he uses words that are more farm-oriented. He, he, in fact, he refers to the women uh, that he was preaching to that to the city. I think it's Judea. He tells them, he calls them, he calls them women, the kind of Basham, calls them cows. Mm. <laughs> he's using, you know, he's using, <laughs> he's yeah. using terminology that is, uh, you know, with where he grew up, you right. know, I yeah. mean, yeah. you're seeing it show forth. Exactly. And yes. I think that uh, with ministers, especially those who have maybe more of a comedic or enjoy things like that, uh, you know, it shows forth their personality. Right. Mm. Well, when we do this podcast, you know, we make a lot of content that is us talking, but some of the episodes we've done has been breaking down Bible stories that are, you know, we find funny and some, yeah. some we have to make funny. That oh aren't yeah, as sure, funny. I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's something that, you know, the Bible has everything. So if you're saying it's not funny, then I think you're in error because there's so many things you read that you kind of get a little laugh about and, yeah. and it's, it's an enjoyable experience. And so I, we try our best to not make that, Irreverent and yes. say that you know it's just funny and you can't get anything else out sure. of it. But there are there are parts that are very fun that we can have fun with because yeah. you know God is a God of love and He wants us to have joy. No, I, He does and, absolutely. You know, and I mentioned Obadiah. It's actually Amos. 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 I don't know why I got him confused. Amos Sorry. that made that. He was a farm boy basically. Right. You see it showing forth and how he delivers the message. No, very good point. Yeah, I was going to say that. I like the, the the point he made about Gideon, uh, about you yeah, know, about the fleece. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I listened to that one. Yeah, yeah I loved that was it. amazing. Hey, I loved you it. You want to give me a double test? I'll give you a double test too. Yeah, you know? yeah right. <laughs> well, you know, I just thought of this as you were talking about Amos with the the farm oriented yeah, and, sure. and simple. Yeah, and uh, it's somebody who goes to your church, brother Laverne. Yeah, I've heard him preach. Oh, man, I and love it's preaching. unbelievable sure. because he. You can tell he's very, very wise, yeah. but he simplifies it sure. to where he and you can understand. Sure. And if he does use something that's m- more extravagant, yeah. he explains it. He'll have the props. Uh, yeah, he'll have the little yeah, he'll have something to show. Sure. This is what it means. Like he he came to our church. I didn't mean to cut you he's, off, but this is what came, I wanted. He so. came to our yeah. church and he preached about. Well, preach, taught, preach. Yeah, sure. Whatever it is. Exhorted, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He did that uh, about the devil having you in his sifter. Yeah. And he brought an old wheat sifter. Yeah. And some marbles. Yeah. Because yeah. that made a great noise, I guess. Yeah. That's, just, that's just what he had. So yeah. he, he, he was explaining it. Right. And then he brought out the sifter and, and showed what happens. Yes. And... You know, marbles are made of glass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so he's got the marbles in there, and he's grinding them up, mm-hmm. and he and he just grabbed one out of it, and he said, "You see that? You can see through that, right?" He walked over to one of the one of the mm-hmm. little boys, and he, well, little one of yeah, the kids, right. walked, mm-hmm. he just, sure. you can see through that, right? It looks, it's clean, it yeah. looks good. Yeah. And he was basically saying that if you hold on, and, and as the devil shifts yep. sifts you, yeah. he ends up making you. More beautiful than you were before. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. And he more illustrated light, all that out. Yeah, yeah. more light mm. can shine through. It was yeah. an amazing message, and you it had some. Well, yeah, I oh, was there. I kind of forgot you were there for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I go every Tuesday, but miss a couple. But uh, yeah, it, he's just such a. Not only that, but the preaching aside, he's just got such an insight sure. with the Lord to say things. He's told me things sure. that you just. You, you take it as faith, you know, you have faith that that's what the Lord said. Yeah, sure. Without question, because no, he sure. just has that connection that. That's right, right. He called my dad when he was, uh, he was 
right when my uh, grandpa passed away. Yes. And my dad wasn't sure what to do. And yes. he was starting to, to, you know, think about preaching, yeah. you know, for one of the services. Brother Laverne called and said, Brother Don, the Lord wanted me to tell you that, that you don't have to step in his shoes. Mm -hmm. You can have your own. Yeah. And, and it just helped him so much. Yeah. And yeah. He, that he was thinking about him. And the Lord right. is is on his side. It was just amazing. And he's yes. such a blessing to all of us. Oh, no, that's remarkable. Yeah. And that, and that's, you know, very, very good points there. Uh, I, I mean, concerning, you know, brother Laverne, just how his time, uh, with agriculture, uh, mm -hmm. things of that nature, it shows forth and how he explains, right. uh, things and, 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 and you get it because it's clear it's in his own wording. And, uh, that's really good. That's the way it ought to be. That's why I think ministers a lot of times, I think probably me being a minister, we've all went through things like this where you try to maybe imitate somebody, but really at the end of the day, man, getting the revelation of God's word in your own heart and letting it be dispensed and facilitate it through you and, and God using your personality, that's valuable, yes, you know? Man. Being that we're in, our, in, the, in the church culture that we have and we're also holiness pentecostal sure. christians how do you embody the principles of holiness in yourself and expect others to see that and yeah. the same with uh portraying it yeah sure so you know really a or lot inspire of, others to be the same got yeah. it yeah i think well i think that's a good point right there what you just the addendum there you put onto that really uh a lot of times when folks see um you know, the independent holiness movement, uh, whatever we want to call it. Basically, a lot of times folks see rules and restrictions. A lot of times that have come to their mind, yeah. first and foremost, which that's what I don't want to come to their mind. What, what we want is for people to, to genuinely get an experience with God, right, and right. set up under good, sound teaching that helps, I keep using the word facilitate, but that, that helps them, that facilitates them working out their own salvation with fear and trembling. Right. right. Like basically, I think sometimes, you know, peer pressure can be a good thing, right? But then sometimes it can be something where people just do certain things because everybody else is doing it. Right. right. Yes. But, but they need to be in an environment to where God is working with them individually Right. Uh, to like where a relationship. They are, a relationship to right. where there's things being established in their life. It's not because maybe Brother Matney is demanding this of them. You, you, you get what I'm right. trying to no, say? I hear you. Yeah. I'm, now, obviously, in a church, there's criteria. I mean, if you're in a position, there may be some things that I may expect a little more. But I'm talking about your average believer coming. Mm -hmm. You know, they ought to feel the love of God, be in an, be in an environment to where... Man, the love of God is so strong, and, and God has such a gateway into their life that he can work with them on any level they are, and, and you begin to see them grow and produce because really, really, really and truly, real holiness, uh, and I, I'm going to use Brother Staten here, uh, my, my, my godfather, I don't know if godfathers are a big thing down here. Sure. But in Virginia, they were, okay? Yes. And my godfather and godmother, she's still alive, uh, nearly 90. But my godfather, who had come out of the Church of God years ago, he said, holiness is the fruit of the Spirit, 
operative in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, love, joy, wow. peace, meekness, temperance, faith, long-suffering, gentleness. Mm-hmm. That's the true nature of holiness because that's the true manifestation of the life of Jesus in you. Yeah. So I never forgot that. And I made that statement one time years ago. And Brother Staten heard me say it. He said, that's the same thing they told us mm-hmm. in yeah. the church of God. <laughs> wow. So I never forgot that. You know, so true holiness is the fruit of the Spirit which covers all parts of a person's life. It really, really does. But I like it. The first fruit mentioned is the fruit of love. Right. That's the most important. That's right. It has to come out of love. By this shall all men know you're my disciples, by your love one for another. So it's not, you know, I don't want to, I mean, it's, let me say it this way. It's not rules and restrictions, but when you fall in love with the Lord, the Spirit of God will establish things in an sure. individual's heart. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it'll be absolutely. the Spirit of God that does it and, uh, uh, you know, and the Word of God. I'm not saying things we have absolute Bible on, obviously, uh, but even that, even that, you, you know, the Apostle Paul said, you know, the letter killeth, mm-hmm. yeah, but the Spirit giveth life. Right. Jesus said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. I, I'll tell right. you, the Word of Amen. God coming alive in somebody will do more than the demands of Brother Matney will right. any day. Absolutely. Well, and you spoke about having that eye test and yeah. you know and, and the importance of seeing where their you know, where their doctrine comes from. Oh my. But I think a lot of focus is put on that eye test. And we say we have to when we go into a restaurant, that's what people look at and that's why we're different. But mm-hmm. it's not really mentioned that way. It's, it's just not. that you You're should right. by your actions That's right. That's where you can see. And then Amen. the outward will change, you know, sure. if you are in a relationship and sure. and with the Lord. Sure. The outward will start to move and, yeah, and sure. things will go away. But if the focus is just on that, then you can be Amen. dressed however you want. But if you treat the waitress bad, they're not going to say that's a Christian. Right. Say, they're dressed up for something, you know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? They're, they're a sham. You right. know? Exactly. I mean, it's, uh, you're, yeah. no, you're right on that. It's a great it's point. True. Great point. Yeah. It's just like, I'm going to mention this guy again, the, uh, the guy from youth camp that had just gotten saved like two weeks yeah. before. Yeah. At the beginning of the week, he was... I remember the story. Yeah. He, yeah, was, yeah. he was saved, but he was still growing. By the mm-hmm. end of youth camp, mm. he had shaved. He mm-hmm. was wearing his, his church clothes. Wow. He had so good nice. pants on. Yeah, yeah. He was wait. excited to come to church. Yeah, he, sure. was, he, he was ready. He had sure. his Bible, and he was like, all right, let's go, and sure. everybody else. I'm a little ashamed of this, but yeah. the people who had been going to church and at youth camp most of their lives, yeah. we were some of the last ones out. Yeah, <laughs> And this guy that had been saved for... You know, two and a half weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Counselor said, "All right, let's go to church." And he was, "That's <laughs> powerful." Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. I, I was just in a service recently uh, where very similar case: a young man and his wife showed up, <laughs> been saved two weeks. He would not have fit in to the churches that we're accustomed to. Sure. He come up front just like he was as saved as anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the Spirit of the Lord. I, I'm, wow. I feel it right now, yes, right. thinking on it. I've seen the Spirit of God move within him. Mm-hmm. And I saw just a change. And he began to dance. Now, I, I'm not going to describe how he was dressed. Uh, but he would not have fit in. True. Right. But he was, his spirit had been born again. Amen. Man, he began to dance and to mm-hmm. shout. I mean, it stirred me up, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but obviously as he continues to stay up under a, a good pastor, a good environment, there'll yeah. be things that will change. Yeah, right? as, you know? as he learns. As grows. he learns. Yeah, that's right. And not not just being made to feel 
You know, a lot of times, I'm, I'm, I use the word fearful, but I use it to, just to make this expression. I, God's not giving us the spirit of fear. But I, a lot of times, right. I'm, I think that if we're not careful, we bring people into condemnation, which is not good. Mm-hmm. You know, there is therefore now no condemnation, Romans 8 and 1, to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Right. But, you know, the spirit of God convicts people. Yes. But condemnations, that's that's the work of the enemy. And if Christians aren't careful, they can bring people into condemnation. Mm -hmm. And, man, when you get into condemnation, your faith won't work. Your joy is depleted. uh, And the devil loves that. He loves condemnation. He's an author of that. Mm -hmm. The Spirit of God convicts and woos. But, you know, I mean, God sent his own son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Yeah. You know? And it's just like with anything else, you're not going to know immediately what to do. Mm -hmm. Like, if you get a a new job, Mm -hmm. you're not immediately going to know where everything goes, how to to operate. I work in construction. So we have a lot of heavy machinery. Sure. I did not go get on the closest forklift my first day. Right, sure. Because I didn't know how to do it. I know how to do it now because I've been there. I've learned. I've been taught how to operate and what to do. Yeah. It's the same. It would be the same thing with faith. You're not Mm going to immediately know. Very good. What to do. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good. That's That's a great point. You're like a little babe. You're growing. You're growing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the problem is in a lot of the churches, I think the Winford King used to say, I don't mind given uh you know given christians uh milk he's talking about spiritually he said but it's a problem when i have to part their whiskers to give them the bottle <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, you know, they've been in the church 25 years and never grown yeah you know, right. that's an issue there you go yeah there you go but that's there are babes growing desiring yeah. the sincere yeah. milk and and us helping them you, you know sure. helping them, them them babes and being gentle with them and uh and trust me, I was not always that way. I mean, you're talking to a guy that went to public school for a good span of time, and uh, I mean, I didn't always use wisdom. My heart was right, but my, you know, my, I had a zeal. Remember, Paul said they have a zeal, but not according to knowledge. You know? <laughs> so I had a zeal. You know, I had the whole cheerleader team mad at me. Had the football team upset. I mean, I didn't use yeah. great wisdom. Right. Uh, I yeah. left a mark, but right. maybe sometimes if I could do that over, I'd do better at sure. it. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a thing we talk about that that you know we have problems in the church that are being too you know unrestrictive but sure. in my mind especially in holiness i think we're slowly and dangerously coming close to being in the era of the you know pharisees and sadducees mm. where you've got people who are the the elite who are the number one who are in charge who everything has to be the law and you can't do this can't do that and and again it's like we said about holiness it's not rules and regulations no. No, that's and good. if you keep trying to focus on that, that's what they wanted. They wanted can't do this on the Sabbath, can't yeah. you know eat eat weed on the Sabbath day because right. you're doing all this stuff. That's and right. you know Jesus's miracles. It, it seems like they always happen on the Sabbath day, yeah. half of them anyway. That's and it's exactly right. because he was showing them up. He's saying this is a good thing that happened, but just because sure. of the day, it's bad. You know, sure. he can't right. carry his bed on the Sabbath, and sure. it's unbelievable. And and I think we're getting to that where, you know, with our church, I. I think it's we're doing a good job at just trying to not be judgmental and sure, say, sure. you know, we are helping you to worship the Lord. 
and and to find out what he wants for you to do. Yeah. And to not just immediately say you have to do this. You can't, you know, take sure. all your jewelry off. Mm. We shouldn't have to tell you. If you're in the right place. Yeah, exactly. And we help you get there. We sure. don't have to tell you what to do. We that, can suggest things. We yeah. can say, yeah. you know, I feel like this, you know, yeah. but. Yeah. And that's what makes sometimes the role of a pastor so difficult. Sure. Is sure. that you have to be in, you know, in over all these people and try to figure out where they need to go spiritually sure, and sure. how do I help them do that without coming off as sure you know sometimes we if you know the person well yeah that's preaching to you it's hard for you because you think sure. well you know <laughs> my yeah, pastor is my grandma yeah, so right. sometimes you're yeah. like oh she just said that because yeah, no, I got it she knows me right, and you right. put off the conviction sure. on the person sure. and not take it as the Lord told me to do this it's I just, got mm-hmm. it that person knew what I was going through now that that's a very rather be that's really a great point and and that can that can go so many ways and i and i'm not going to uh you know i don't want to just wring the juice out of all that but you said a whole lot right yeah there. i did sir. and i really no no it's good i really i really think probably a lot of the independent churches are maybe seeing where they were so gung-ho that they might have you know overdone some things sure okay? mm-hmm. but here's yeah. the issue I, I do think that i think it's being seen but now to turn that around, there's some time involved. You get right. what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Uh, and, and now not all of them. All of them don't see it. Some think, you know, hey, we're perfectly fine the way we are. But some have seen, you know what, maybe we've overdone, uh, you know, some things by trying to lord over God's flock. Right, mm. yeah. You know, wow. instead of letting the Spirit of God sure. work with them yes. and me be the minister. And, and so I think there are churches, probably more than that are not, that are seeing that, but now just like with faith, mm-hmm. you, you know the message of faith got dropped for probably thirty to forty years because certain groups become known, yeah, for preaching right. faith, and we thought they lacked, and probably they did lack some conservatism. Follow sure. me, yeah. Right. That doesn't mean what they were saying was wrong. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Right, right. The word of God, you know, one one, and I'll move right along here. I said this one time, and a sister got a hold of it regarding faith. I said, look, and I use this expression. I said, if Batman drops out of the ceiling tonight in this service and quotes John 3.16, are we going to quit quoting John 3.16 because Batman said it? That's uh, yeah. deep. And that registered. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> deep. <laughs> I said, but it registered with her. Like, that's right. If the Word of God says it. It don't matter if Adolf Hitler says it. It don't matter if Batman right. says it. Right. It don't matter who's the word of God is the word right. of God, and uh, so letting the word of God speak and people letting it have an imprint on you know on their yeah. life. It's like right. it's like uh, people that are atheists that use the word of God for their betterment for their yeah. for their not betterment but use, for their yeah, purpose. Yeah. Sure, yeah. you know sure. they'll use it for however they want to. They it doesn't mean that it's yeah. right for what, sure. what they're using it for. Yeah. Sure. And we have to stop using that scripture for that. No, right, I, that's, I, right. I that's a good point. Just, right. just because a man uses the right. Bible doesn't mean that the that. The Bible doesn't have the power. For instance, That's people, right. their people application may be wrong. Yeah, right. Sure, they yes. say that the Lord created all the plants of the world. You know, yeah. does it mean that the 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 person that wants to smoke can just dig it up and smoke it because he said it, all of it was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, right? right. No, that's, that's a good right. point. So, yes. But um, I got a question from sure. from um, Jessica and Jacob Hill. All right. Oh, we know them. Yep. We do know them. Yeah. Just Hi, guys. Right. Yeah. Hello. DM. Hello. Wait, are they here? They want. <laughs> they come to faith conference last week. Yeah. Um, they want to know 
your your input about the importance of evangelism and sharing the gospel with the world, especially as the coming of the Lord is near. Oh yeah, I mean obviously it's it's something that really, even as a pastor. Uh, the, the local church I pastor, we need to be doing more. We're doing a lot of media right. and getting ready to do more media outreach, but nothing takes a place of just one-on-one. Right. You know, I'm, I'm constantly trying to witness through various means. Uh, sometimes that includes, uh, you know, giving money to people right. and talking to them about the Lord. I, I've done that. But the importance of evangelism, I, I don't know how we can really call ourselves Christians and not, Again, going through Dunkin' Donuts, not be stirred for the hearts of people, the souls of people. I mean, everywhere we go, like being willing to to tell them about the Lord or, right. to, you, you know, opening yes. up doors of conversation. Hey, people need help, man. I, I mean, it's yes, so sir. it's vital. I mean, it, I mean, it's a part of the Great Commission. Right. And uh, and and I'll tell you this, a church may be off. A church may be off on some things. Let's just assume a church is, any church. Mm-hmm. But if they got that evangelism part right, right, I can get on board with them on a lot of things. Yeah. You get what I'm yeah. trying to say? A Absolutely. lot of things I can get on board with them on because they're at least doing what Christ said. Is evangelism, uh, would, would you consider ministry in social media as evangelistic or is it more evangelistic more to go out into preaching in different churches oh i think i think look i I personally think if the apostle paul was here now he'd probably you know i might well i might get some flack on this (laughs) he'd probably use facebook to his advantage instagram to his advantage podcast to his advantage i I mean you know i I mean uh, i don't know why we i don't know why and that's a totally different. So yes, I think it can be used. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. writing blogs, what, whatever. Uh, I mean, why does that have to be such a foreign? That's one one of the areas I'm saying the church is so behind in the church that mm-hmm. we know. Right, we're behind decades right. on this because yes. we were afraid of oh, worldliness. Yeah. And I get it. I understand the dangers of all that. I, I got it. But but you can't. Oh man, <laughs> we, we 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 we've made we made a topic before, and we talked about it. And um, Bill had somebody who you know at, at some point talked about if you think you can minister on Facebook, then you're wrong. Mm. And then later on, we're, we're ministering on Facebook. We have uh-huh. thousands of people, <laughs> yeah. thousands well, of people who are being saved under yeah. ministry yeah. on Facebook. And his experience wasn't inaccurate. He was just saying that right. he had seen lives ruined through Facebook. Well, I sure. agree, and it's true. But he was called to be an evangelist to churches yeah. and he went and preached I still love the man he's sure. no, no problem with him and I, I don't know who it is so I mean yes. you know, I'm, we're, I'm, not, I'm ignorant yeah. to who it is I, I'm not I disagreed no. with him in that moment but I think I know who it is yeah and yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> he does he does uh, you're all making me interested no I don't want to know don't. sure but my experience with it is that the Lord called us to have a ministry where we post a song every day and we stream our church Praise services. Praise God. Yeah, I love it. And it's it. grown, and we know the yep. Lord is in it. Yeah. So you can say whatever you want hey. about what you think. Amen. And I'm like, that's fine. But we've seen, you know, your experience is hurt through that. Yeah. We've seen so many people that are have been touched by our ministry sure. that we're not going to stop just because somebody says don't do it because the platform's wrong. That, no, right. brother, and let me add this onto that because sure. if we're going to use, and again, I don't know who that individual is, and I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't be, I don't want to come across as hurtful. But see, it's things like that, like 
Oh, well, there's been damage done. Do uh, you know how many people's been killed on Route 60? Right. Mm. Yeah. I guarantee you I'm going to drive Route 60 <laughs> going back because it's still sure. the best route. Right. right. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? But, yeah. right. but when people that are not of faith hear statements like that, they look at us as uh, being. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You fill in the blank. I mean, right. it, sure. and I can't blame them. It looks like, well, what is this? Right. right. Well, and Paul, you know, Paul had a. A ministry preaching Amen. and he would preach to churches but Amen. also i think the biggest way people know paul is he would write letters to the churches that's and point. that's where his ministry that's was too point. so what is that but either that's a right. podcast or a book or something yeah, where you would write it out <laughs> and it was yeah. his thoughts collected together whereas you know it wasn't he also preached that's he really also good. traveled but that wasn't his full ministry cuz right. we don't i don't know of any message other than the ones that were written in acts yeah and what he wrote in his letters we sure. don't know what he sure. went to these churches and right. directly said sure. usually sure. but most of his ministry was collected because he wrote out his oh, thoughts great. and sent it out man that wow. is great that's a fair, that's a fair point perspective and, too. and there, there's people that your church can reach on facebook and youtube that my church can't because sure. because sure. we we are only physical. We only sure, meet right. yeah. at the church. Sure, mm-hmm. and you can say things and have <laughs> and you liberty. Help people in the yeah. community, yeah. you're all doing a great sure. job. Exactly. Right, right. But it's just not him each other up. It's yeah, not, no. Right. And you right. I, didn't, I didn't mean that as you no, no, no. I, I, no you're not saying that. I got yeah. it. Right, but you, people do that. Your I mean, church you're not doing the way we do it. So therefore, yeah, yeah. I mean, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no, it's fine. Your church has liberty. That we yeah. sometimes don't get as yeah. far as what you can say and just have, you know, where you talk to people directly Amen. and things like that. Where we, with Facebook and that, we have to kind of, you know, watch and sure. make sure we don't say anything to offend or, sure. you know, do anything that would come across yeah, as us sure, being right. negative or anything like sure. that because of the vast group of people. Sure. And we haven't changed anything as far as what we, uh, how we worship or anything like that. No, of course not. But, you know, your church, your church can take a minute to start. Your church can yeah. do yeah. different things that they, sure. you know, they don't go directly in order and, and things it. of that nature that I got it. our church, it's a blessing that we have that. Sure. But it's a little more demanding. There's a pressure, yeah, pressure like is, we got to yeah. start going now. I got it. You know, I got it. That's right. You know, doing things in the spirit of excellency. Yes. And you guys are. And no, you got a great ministry going on. Travis mm-hmm. Jr. and I will tune into it. Uh, mm, yeah. you, you know, he enjoys it. I mean, so it's, it's, uh, I'm for you, man. I'm about getting the gospel out to people if it's through smoke signals. Yeah. I feel like we have the tools sure. with this. I mean, cell phones sure. are basically a supercomputer. Yeah, they There's are. more computing power in my cell phone than there wow. was in the computers that they used to put man yeah. on the moon. <laughs> Wow. Why? Why would yeah. you know? Oh my yeah. word! Why would we not that. use Man. the tools that we have? Right. Yeah. That's like using a spoon to dig a grave. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. wow. Yeah. You got right. a shovel sitting Preach it. If, yeah. if, Preach all, it there. if all you have is talking to the guy that you see on the street, which you're going to see a lot of guys walking yeah. around, and yeah. not just guys, but right, o- right. if you only, if you only minister to them. What about the people in the town over? Right. Sure, there might be sure. guys over yeah. people over there doing it, sure. but there's people that only Brother Matney can mm-hmm. reach. There's yeah. people only Jose can reach. Very true. Yeah. There, there's <laughs> yeah, I agree. I understand, Brother what Matney. You, I'm with you. You probably could not help the people at my work as mm-hmm. well as I could if That's I would right. get my act together like I should. <laughs> <laughs> if, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's just uh, the fact. Sure. If I, uh, if I got, 
Right. <laughs> I'm following you. you I, know? I agree. Sure. Because they sure. know me. They sure. know what we do. They yeah. don't know you. Sure. Right. Sure. So there's a guy yes. at work. Well, he's not there anymore. They. Yeah. They. What's we it? don't have to know the details. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. They laid him off. But yeah, anyway, got it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, got it. He, far as I know, he's listened to every episode of the podcast. Wow, wow. And he listens to almost every church service that they put out. Oh, wonderful. Wow. But if I try to get him to come to my church, yeah. oh, I can't do that. You know, I, yeah. You know, yeah. I got, he's got tattoos. Yeah, sure. And he's been yeah. sure. He thinks that, and he's, he's probably right to an extent, that he yeah. wouldn't be welcome. I that got you. he would be the man out. I got mm-hmm. you. So, to say that they're wrong for... Using oh, yeah, don't yeah, the sure. tools that we have. That's don't ridiculous. Phase, right, sure. right. Gotcha. Right. Right. Gotcha. We, get, we understand that. That's good. When the reach this, you know, this podcast has had, you know, is I see most of them are from Florida. Most of them are from the U.S. Yep. But everyone, there's one in Canada. There's one in Germany. I mean, wow. somebody might be using ExpressVPN, not sponsored by right. but, <laughs> you know, but nope, 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 not sponsored. But yet. the fact that we can reach so many, I mean, so many different states that I see that sure. who have listened and different people that we really didn't expect. We didn't expect sure. the outreach. We wanted it to happen, but it's one of those things where we're just like, we'll put it out and see what happens. Sure, that's and, great. And the growth has been amazing. And, you know, we're still looking for growth. Amen. Didn't to we, keep didn't we double in like the first two episodes? I think so. Yeah, the think first amen. month, first month we had about 150 yeah. downloads. And then in the second month and last month we had 350 or so. Mm, so wonderful. Grew like that. Wow. And, and it stayed about the same over two yeah. months. But, right. you know, that's just people getting into a rhythm and finding sure. out what they want to listen to. Sure. Right, right. It just, it's been a blessing to all of us. We sure. crossed over 1,000 downloads uh, I think a couple weeks ago or yes. a week ago. Good, good, right. good, just, good, good. You know, we we promised each other when we sure. did this that we put in the money overall for a year. Yep. And we said at least. At yeah. Least. Right. Exactly. Yep. At least a year for just the to put it out and to have the domain and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Sure. And to do that, we were like, let's just go full on for a year. Yep. And at the end, see what happens. If That's we still awesome. want to do this, we'll, we'll do it. and see what we could want to do. Yeah, sure. If we're like, hey, this is really working out, or if it's not really going anywhere, we can always say, hey, let's, let's maybe not. Sure. But we and get a year out of it. we're getting great feedback about yeah. it. We're getting great yeah. feedback from people that they really appreciate the podcast. Sure. And that's enough encouragement to know that when we get to that year mark, yep. we might just go on, you know. Sure. If the Lord willing, you know. I mean, at least you guys were willing uh, to... You know, I think it was William Carey who was a missionary to Indochina. He said, uh, he said, so he worded it like this because we had it on the on the uh, on plaques at Free Gospel Bible Institute, where you know, of course, Sister Nettie graduated from there. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I graduated from there in '99, Mm -hmm. and uh, but the you know, which he was a missionary, but it says on, on one side of the sanctuary, it said, "Expect great things from God," and then the rest of his statements on the other side, it said. Attempt great mm. things for God. Wow. Right. Yeah. A lot of people are expecting, but they never make an attempt. <laughs> right. At least mm-hmm. you guys made an attempt, and uh, God honors that. Sure. Wow. Not like faith yes. without works. Yeah. Same yeah, thing. Absolutely. Right. So you 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 made a mention about you and Travis Jr. Yes. listening to the podcast, and I know it's a question that everybody listening wants to know. Yeah. Um, but I hope it's okay for me to ask this. Sure. But I'm curious about your challenges of. Um, and your perspective of how you navigate the challenges of caring for a child with disabilities. Yeah. And how has that experience shaped your thoughts sure. and feelings about parenting and the world around you? 
Yeah, and that that is a, a, a really a I'll say this. I will probably divulge a little more information on this podcast than I have ever before, mm-hmm. and maybe never again. You, you know right. what I'm saying? It's gotcha. something that uh, his mother and I, we look back, and just kind of to give you the scope, and, and, and I'll answer the question in the process of that. Sure. You know, we went to start a church in East Tennessee, Johnson City. Right. Uh, this next, they just celebrated their 19th homecoming. Wow. Celebrating wow. 19 yeah. years. So next year be 20. It'd be really a good anniversary on the homecoming there. But we had been there probably two and a half years. Uh, and let that be a mark so people can understand that. You know, when you attempt, there you go, expect great things from mm-hmm. God and then attempt great things. Mm-hmm. The devil is not going to just lay down and let you do something. Right. You right. Know, so we went right into Johnson City, which at that time, I don't know about now, at that time was seventh per capita for uh, homosexuality, mm. a wicked little wow. area, even though there was many sure. churches. Wow. So we began the church, and about two years into it, uh, uh, Travis Jr. would have been about four or five. We noticed some things were off, took him to a doctor. They recommended us go to the University of Tennessee, and one of the leading doctors, and I forget, I remember his last name was Dr. Miller, very kind mm-hmm. man. Uh He's the one that diagnosed him with a muscle disease. Mm. And uh, the name of that disease is muscular dystrophy. Mm. And uh, they diagnosed him with the worst kind. Oh. Uh, Becker's Becker's is like, it's all bad. It's mm. all bad. Sure. But Duchenne's is the worst. And basically, you know, that doctor said generally kids won't live out of their teens with this. Yeah. Really nothing we can do. So I did not know anything that I know now on faith didn't know knew very little i knew something was off something's not right about this it's not god trying to get something out of me because we've preached a lot of things like that oh god's done this because he knows you can handle it no no no. the thief cometh not john 10 10 but for to steal kill and to destroy right but i am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly jesus said right all right but i didn't i hadn't put all that together so we got the church up and going, eventually come down here to pastor at New Life Holiness Church 13 years ago. October mm-hmm. made 13 years. Wow. And after three years there, uh, Travis had got really sick. They uh, med-flighted him to St. Petersburg. Mm. And I remember sitting in that hospital, Brother Jose, right. and something just turned over in me 10 years ago. Something's off with this. And I, I, I could go into a lot of detail. I won't. But God began to open up. What I do want to get across to the listening audience is this. God began to open up to me that my faith mm-hmm. can turn this around. Amen. You read the Gospels. Only believe. All things are possible to him that believeth. You know, the will of God was Jesus Christ manifest. He is the will of God manifest. Yes. Mm-hmm. He healed paralytics. He healed sicknesses. Yes. Isaiah 53, with his stripes, we uh, uh, we are healed. First yeah. right. Peter 2, 24, by whose stripes you were healed. And the healing virtue and faith and that it's already been purchased by Jesus over 2,000 years ago, it began to become so real to me. And there's a dynamic testimony. I won't give it all right now. But I was down in the down in they have a chapel, of course, at the All Children's Hospital. I was down there praying, 
and uh, I really had a visitation. I won't go into the details of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. I did not see him. Yeah. But the gist of it's this. The doctors had told us. That's been 10 years ago. They made flight at him. Doctor said, you know, he won't be out of the hospital until, su- until such and such date. All right. I was down there beginning to see faith in the word. I was meditating, praying. It was like one mm-hmm. thirty in the morning. And the Lord Jesus come into that place. If I'd have turned around, I believe I'd have saw him. Mm-hmm. I believe I had a, uh, a, you know, really a, uh, a manifestation of the gift of discerning of spirits, which is really seeing into the spirit realm. Yes, now, I didn't right. see him. But a voice said behind me, and it came up out of my spirit, but it was as if it was right behind me. He said, now you heard what the doctor said, but mm. when do you want him out? Mm. Right. Now be it unto you according to your faith. Okay, I named a day, which was only like three days away, because they, they were saying he's going to be there for at least two more weeks. Wow. And yeah. here's the deal. On that day, I had the bags packed. I didn't. I didn't make a big. You know, sure. I didn't go in there yeah. throwing them out in the hallways so and they'll see me. Okay. Yeah. I packed them away and hid them in the closet. They had a closet, and the doctor came in and said, "And I'm, I'm leaving a lot out." But she came in and said, sure. "Why well, you're doing so well? Why don't you just go home today?" Mm, Which is wow. exactly what I had said. Wow. Jesus, wow. I'll be it according to your faith. If I'd said the next day, I believe he'd have been home. Wow. But be it according to your faith. I spoke like three days out. I believe it was. Yeah. So that's where the message of faith. Now, I would like to say this, that I got the message of faith solely by just being on my knees and reading the word. But the devil bringing this disease on Travis Jr. probably is one of the worst mistakes he made. (laughs) It forced me into the word of God to where I began to become more vocal about it, Mm -hmm. uh, to to proclaim it. Right. and so we keep him in an environment of the word. Mm-hmm. He, in fact, we just had a doctor's appointment on Tuesday of this week in St. Petersburg. And this, the doctors are just, I'll tell you what, they see it. They see that, man, this guy is doing good. Wow. Yeah. And he's, he's, go ahead. He's older than me, isn't he's he? He's 21. Yeah, yeah, he'll be 22 wow. in uh, February. February the, and, yeah, and the, the 20th. And doc, the doctor said he wasn't supposed to get out of his teens. Yeah, yeah he said, said normally they, yeah, that's right. They do not yeah. get out of their teens. And we just, and I knew enough back then to know something was off, but I did not know because, again, and I, boy, and this is going to sound a little, I appreciate you guys letting me kind of speak to that yes, because it. We get this, if we're not careful, we, we facilitate a mindset in people like just, you know, God knows what he's doing. Don't No, no, no. The Bible said the violent take it by force. You've got to get serious yes. and say, no, no, no. Right. Uh, there's a part God plays. Mm-hmm. There's a part the devil's playing. There's a part I've got to play. Right. And I am the deciding factor. Either I can say, okay, and I'll tell you, the devil's a thief, man. Yes. There's been people that have died just waiting on things to get better, yeah. you know, some kind right. of sovereign way, God will work it out. No, no, no. The price has been paid. We don't say that to sinners, do we? Like, well, just, you know, sometime you'll get saved. <laughs> no, we say, come on, come to the altar now. Right. Act. Right. Faith is an act. Yes. Right. Faith is acting like the word of God is true. Right. The yes. same applies for salvation. In fact, the same Greek word for salvation in the in the in the Gospels and even in the Book of Romans, the whole New Testament, <laughs> the word for salvation from sin is the same word used when Jesus said to the woman, "Thy faith has made thee whole." In mm. one place, he said, "Thy faith has saved thee." 
Right. Yeah. It's the same word. It was from a sickness. So salvation is not just explicit to being born again, but also the healing of our bodies. Right. Yeah. It's such a complete package in the mind of God. But it seems like a lot of times we're not taught that. We're taught right. the salvation side of being born again from your sins. But we really can be healed. There's no situation. I mean, think about yeah, that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Think about that. You, you know, but the devil has attacked that message. And I wish I could say this. You know, even with the understanding of faith. So, so let me, Brother Jose, yeah. answer you uh, very directly. So the way it changed us was... If I hadn't to come to the knowledge of faith in God, can turn this around. Right. The devil would have had a heyday with me. Right. Yes. But when me and Sister Matney settled it ten years ago, that hey, the will of God is for Travis Jr. to walk. Mm. That is the will of God. We don't accept nothing else. Right. But the will of God. Right. That yeah. it's God's will for him to rise up, healed and whole. And you know, people may ask, well, what about folks that don't do that? Well. We don't blame it on God. We just celebrate that they went on to glory. Mm-hmm. But God's best is God's will is healing and recovery. Yes. You know, you read that. I mean, and I could go on and on. But my point is, I, I really, I really think the message of faith has been dropped even amongst our circles of of, of the independent holiness movement. You know, yeah. uh, and I know that for a fact. Right. But the way it's changed our view on parenting is basically. We see now that operating in faith changes everything. It, uh, operating in faith for finances, operating in faith for healing, operating in faith, everything being done in a spirit of faith. Right. And if, because this is a victory that, that overcomes the world, yes. even our faith. Right. Fight the good fight of faith. Ephesians 6, part of the podcast that I do, you know, uh, above all, taking the shield of faith mm-hmm. and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. How does faith come? Romans chapter 10 tells you faith comes by hearing and hearing, hearing by, by the, the Word, Word of God. God. Yeah. So, you know, you're hearing all these doctor's reports. Mm. But I believe Isaiah 53, who hath believed our report? Right. Right. You know, yes. here's a doctor's report, but who had believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? And then it yes. goes on to say, uh, you know, uh, uh, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. Uh, you, you know, he we bruised for our transgressions, and with his stripes we right. are healed. Right. So praise God. Amen. Amen. So it's changed our view. You, you know, he's my buddy. I don't look at it as a burden. Again, the joy of the Lord is my right. strength Amen. to where we can laugh at the devil and say mm-hmm. you're defeated you're un- my right. elder brother jesus because right. hebrews calls him our elder brother mm-hmm. yeah. defeated yeah, are, you over two thousand years ago mm-hmm. and we're going to have what god's word says that's what faith faith is just taking hold faith is taking god at his word and saying it can be nothing other than what the word says yes amen mm-hmm. amen, amen. Well, you yeah. start. that's a loaded <laughs> question brother Jose. <laughs> Well, and I wanted it to be open-ended and let you yeah. answer how you want I appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm having to just kind of, you know, smack myself not to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I, know the, I know the feeling. And uh, I, in my experience, you know, growing up with that, especially at youth camp, is yeah. always I've always been praying for him. And I've, sure. I want him to get healed as much as anybody. Sure. And I think that, you know, 
my mom has dealt with sickness throughout she a lot has. of her life yeah, and, sure. and chronic illnesses. Sure. And with that, you know, you wonder why it happens. Yeah. And sometimes I think it's, you know, when Paul talked about that thorn in the flesh, mm-hmm. there are things that you have to get used to to strengthen mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. sometimes and, and to get you with greater perspective than, you know. And my mm-hmm. mom has dealt with more things, you know, and hardships and she's able to deal with so much that it's unbelievable because she had that to prepare her. Mm-hmm. And I've said sometimes, you know, it's like you mentioned your faith has made you whole with, mm-hmm. with the uh, woman with the issue of blood. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing about that testimony is how long it was, mm-hmm. right? And how long she had had that and how she had gone to all the physicians. In 12 yeah. years, she had that. And without that, I mean, if it, mm-hmm. two weeks is still great that she got healed, but mm-hmm. if it is a long time, mm-hmm. then when the healing happens, it's so much more of a miracle. Yeah. You can say from child, he had this from when he was young. Right. Sure. You know, sure. when he was, when he was very, very young. And then, or the length of it is also, the doctor said he was going to pass yeah. away soon mm-hmm. and he's made it to 40. He's made yeah. it to 50, you know, and, and things of that nature that it's still an even greater miracle, even if the healing isn't immediate. Yeah, no faith. And, and, and that's a, a good, I mean, a good point that faith stands its ground until mm-hmm. it receives from God. Yes. What it's believing for. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't back down. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't say, well, you cause look, Hebrews 11 and 1 says, now faith is. Mm -hmm. What kind of faith? Now Now faith faith. is. All right, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So Bible faith will stand its ground until it sees the change that, you know, that it has... That it has the word of God, you know, right. backing it up for, yes. it, uh, you know, and really too, uh, which I won't get into all the depth of it right here, but there is some great teaching, uh, Brother Bill, on Paul's thorn. I think sometimes there's a, a misunderstanding about that, uh, and and there's some great material out there that I'd really like to introduce you guys to as well on on that, like really what Paul's thorn was and what it isn't because, man, I've heard so many points brought out on Paul's thorn, uh, you know, uh, and sometimes people say, I've got Paul's thorn. Well, the Bible said Paul's thorn, one reason it came was because of the abundance of revelation that he had. Mm. So mm-hmm. are you saying you've got that much revelation? Not uh-huh. you. I'm talking about, you know, yeah. are you saying you got revelation like Paul? <laughs> yeah, right. No, were you? Okay, but... But there's an understanding there that I think sometimes the church falls short of in, you know, in an understanding what Paul, the, the thorn that he, that he dealt with there. And, uh, and, but that's something I'd like to discuss at some other point, you know, further on. But, you know, Bible faith stands its ground, having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins heard about, and saying it cannot, you know, and, here, and here's, let me say this. There are spiritual forces at work. An old healing evangelist by the name of T.L. Osborne told the story because he would do a lot of crusades. And he told the story of how he was, and I forget where it was, but it was overseas. He prayed for a woman. She come for prayer. She was blind. See, mm-hmm. people don't think about things like this. Right. First night, prayed for her. Nothing happened. Hmm. Second night, she comes back. Same woman, prays for her. Nothing happens. Right. Third night. Nothing happens. Ninth night, same woman, blind, mm-hmm. stone blind, gets in line. Brother Osborne goes to lay hands on her and had a vision. As he's getting ready to, just like that, 
And what he saw was wrapped around her head in the spirit realm was something he described like an octopus that had nine tentacles mm. wrapped around her head. And he saw it the first night he prayed. One of them fell off. Yeah. Second night. So here's a nine knot. One's left. Well, you know what happened. He laid them hands on her. Right. Obviously. So there, see, there's even things there preventing wow. healing from taking place. Mm. You see that? Yeah. That's right. why spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. being full of the word of God, you know, that's how Jesus defeated Satan. Remember in the wilderness? Right. He didn't yes. defeat him by, uh, you know, by good music. Mm-mm. And I love right. good music. Yes, you all sir. know that. Okay. Yes. He defeated him with the word of God. Right. It is right. written, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. At the end of the age, the Bible says in Thessalonians that Jesus returns and that in one iconoclastic moment, he destroys Satan. The Bible says with the brightness of his coming and with the spirit of his mouth. Mm. Yes. And, of course, Ephesians 6 tells you what the spirit of his mouth is. Above all, taking the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. He defeated him in the wilderness with the word. He'll defeat him at the end of the age with the word. So how are we to defeat Satan in between? Mm. Take the word of God and wear that joker out. You say, I've got cancer. I would feed cancer Matthew in the morning, Mark at lunch, <laughs> Luke for dinner, and John for a midnight snack. I'd say, cancer, I'm healed. Right, I would yeah. not stop until I get what God's word. Sure. But see, that, that takes, that's not a passive faith, is it? That's not saying, well, we'll understand it better in the by and by. No, 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 no. That's not faith. Faith is saying, I take it. I have it now. It's mine. It can be, I mean, that's how we ought to live for God above sin, right? Mm-hmm. If yes. we're lackadaisical with sin, well, you know, I, you know, like one man said he got saved. They said uh, he was a thief in town. They said, man, we're glad to hear you. You're not, you're not thieving no more. Mm. He said, well, he said, and still, you know, he said, here's what happened. Yes, I got saved. And now instead of stealing 10 eggs, only steal three. <laughs> no, that's not how it's done. That's not no. how it's done. <laughs> yeah, y'all got me stirred up. Oh, man. <laughs> No, we want to be aggressive against right. sin, right? right? We want to be aggressive about healing. Right. We want to be aggressive about, about receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Right. Right. We want to be aggressive about evangelism. Right. We want to be aggressive about casting out devils. Amen. Yes. I wonder what would happen if we'd start acting on that. Mm. Wow. Wow. It's powerful. Very great. Wow. Wow, this has been a great episode. It's been well, a lot of fun. Yeah, love it. Well, before we before we close out, we have you know it's traditional. We have a guest on. We have to ask the question. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. the question. You know the question. Um, if you had, if you were able to sit down and talk to any biblical character, Man. you know, besides Jesus, okay, who would you sit down and talk to, and why? Yeah, you know, it, it would probably, it would probably, in the New Testament, it would probably have to be the Apostle Paul. Yeah. Right. I mean, for a plethora of reasons, but he's the one that received the New, the New Testament revelation. And think, think on that just real briefly. Mm-hmm. Peter, who walked with the Lord Jesus, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walked with him. Sure. Paul did not walk with the Lord, right? Mm-mm. He got the New Testament revelation 
while in, out in the wilderness in Arabia, and he got it just by that. Now, I believe Paul probably had scrolls with him from the Old Testament, mm-hmm. but he yeah. got the New Testament, wrote 14 books. I do believe he wrote Hebrews, wrote 14 books of the New Testament, but he got all of that by revelation. Right. He didn't wow. even walk with the Lord physically. Think about that. And wow. Peter did. And then Peter says, our brother Paul has wrote things hard to be understood. You know, even right. Peter recognized, if I can say that, I want to be careful. I'm not trying to pit them against each other. But Peter recognized that Paul was on a different level. He's wrote things that are hard to be understood, our brother Paul, yes. that many have rest to their destruction, mm-hmm. as well as the other scriptures. But my point is, people say, well, I tell you, I'm just not being in the right environment. I just can't. Neither was Paul. Right. He got it by revelation, by just locking himself away with God. And in the Old Testament, it'd probably be Elijah or Moses, and I'd have to think more on that one. Yeah, Yeah, those are big ones. He took my character. Oh, that's amazing. Well, we've had fun on this podcast, and it's it's been a journey just to listen to your your insight on a lot of different things. And we've heard a lot from John and Bill this episode. This is this is different. Usually, (laughs) yeah, I'm glad. (laughs) Usually, you're the mouthpiece, and they're all getting involved. (laughs) And and believe it or not, I'm the I'm the introvert. I'm I'm the one that keeps quiet. Yeah. I gotta tell you, and I'm gonna compliment you a little, Jose. The way that you bring things around into the next portion and keep it moving forward with the questions you prepare and and make it work uh, it leaves it leaves a lot of the pressure off me of having to think of all these things i can just you know respond to their questions sure. directly or yeah. interject with my own thought or something sure. like that where i don't sure. have to lead it but sure he is amazing at, at what he does with with the the leading of the episodes that's great yeah it's just well, i really appreciate great it. interviewer i've never practiced for this except for the days that we record <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. no it's great now do you guys uh maybe you do things have been busy the last three weeks four weeks on me but do you guys have a setup to where folks can donate to you all do you have anything like that we have not, not set yet. it up yet. oh man no, well we, i'm just saying to the listening audience you guys need to support uh, these fellas i'm behind you all it's just it's a fresh uh, breath of air really hearing yeah. you guys mm-hmm. and uh you know give these guys some money so into them <laughs> bless them because they've got a good thing going and I, i'm behind it i'm, I'm yeah. for you 110 you so much and uh so uh you know, don't let them not have it away. Mail a check. Do something. Send smoke <laughs> signals. Find out where the mail is. We'll yeah. find a way to, to take donations and we'll right. put it out there on Facebook and yeah, probably sure. even say it on the podcast if we ever get to. You know what we Absolutely. need to do is is we need to have a recorded thing for us have Brother Rufus Caraway give. Mm. I've never, I have, I have never, I've never heard a man deliver such a good offering oh, in my life. He's man. every time he gets up, he has something new, and oh, just yeah. every time he catches yeah, you yeah, off guard yeah, and just. Yeah. Oh, now, he's I'm known in the holiness movement. They, yeah. They're getting him up all over the place. It's so offerings. good. It's so I, I, good. We I need to like, get him recorded and yeah, get him right. to do this one. <laughs> yeah, put it on. Yeah, just that's right on the hot oh, pad. That's right. Anywhere where people can look for you on social media or anything like that? Yeah, I, you know, and I, I was very reluctant probably to a lot of biases that we've already dealt with in this podcast to ever get on social media. But about two and a half years ago, I said, you know, man, it's time to break out. So I, right. But I got on it mainly to set up the Full Gospel Faith Ministries right. Facebook account. 
But, of course, you have to have a personal account to do that. I sure. actually set it up before I did the personal account. Sister Matney was trying to figure out how I'd done that. Now, it wouldn't sync properly until I put my own personal sure, Facebook. Right. So, uh, Travis Matney, uh, you know, you can find me there, senior. Uh, but Full Gospel Faith Ministries uh, mm-hmm. on, on Facebook and on uh, Instagram right. as well. Awesome. And I, we do have a YouTube channel reserved. There's nothing on there yet. At some point there will be. Right. But reach out to us there, Full Gospel Faith Ministries on Facebook, uh, on uh, Instagram, or me, you know, my Travis Matney Sr. account uh, yeah. on, on Facebook only, not on Instagram. So that would okay. probably be the best way at this sure. moment. There'll be there'll be a link in the description for Full Gospel Face Ministries. Yeah. We'll have the Sword and Shield uh, Shield and Sword yeah. podcast linked down below. Oh, Make sure you. to listen to it. It's fantastic. Yeah, you know, very insightful. Yeah, all yeah. right, all right. Well, that's been a podcast episode. We appreciate you coming and listening. We look forward to seeing you and talking to you in the next episode. Thank you.